Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. On a matter of Tafakhur pride upon you. Everybody, you know, so much proud that I got more than you, you got more than me, I got a better kind than you. You can see young people, I see, I really sometimes see how, how they don't think really. Many, many young people, nothing really, very bad behavior. And they're running with their cars, you know, precious cars, and they're so happy competing each other. Tafakhur, it will go. You know, this car will finish, and your, your youth will finish, and you'll be regretting. Tafakhur, bailakum. Just a pride, you know, among you. It is just competition to have more money and to have more children. And like, like, like rain, which came and then, you know, people become so happy that the rain is there. But then after that, what happens is all the plants, they become yellow and after that, they start, finish. This happened in this world. In Akhira, there is more severe punishment. Similarly, the Quran says, this race, competition to have more and more, actually had your problem. It really made you unaware of Akhra. Al-Hakmu Takathur. You know, Muhammad Asad, you know, the uh, Polish man, he was Jew, he became Muslim. He said, this is the verse which made him Muslim. He said, once I you know my, one of my colleagues here, or somebody traveling with me, had the Quran, I just borrowed from him, and opened this verse came, Al-Hakmu Takathur. You know, this race to have more and more, that what made, made you heedless. He said, I realized that this is the problem of the world. The problem of the world is this competition. This race, everybody wants to have more and more. Tell me really that in all these big companies, all these people, what they want? More money. All the cheating, all the deception, all the advertising, all those things. What are the purpose behind that? Money. Everything. Everybody wants to have more and more money. And actually, that sometimes one think really, so people who have got billions upon billionaires, still they cheat. Still, sometimes one think really, why is the cheating? Because you know, they have more than enough anyway. It's still the cheat for what purpose? But this is the greed. People get really. Allah SWT want to warn us that this is not going to be with you. Al-Mala wa Baloon, Zinatul Hayati Dunya. I don't want to mess up this word. What I don't want to mess is going to finish. It will remain in this world. Like beauty of the face when people make up, you know, you just make water, wash your face, it's gone. No more there. Similarly, I don't want to mess up this word. Anything comes for any punishment, any wind comes, any rain comes, it is finished. Nothing remains there. Sometimes they're green, you know, crops, and rain comes, heavy rain comes, everything destroyed. Sometimes there's no rain, and sun, and then destroyed. Sometimes wind can come and destroy them. All these things, that's adornment. They're not permanent. They're not going to live forever. Allah SWT keeps them, making them coming and going. Al-Mal wal-Banuna, Zinatul Hayati Dunya, the wealth and the children, they are adornment of the worldly life. Think really, is it actually our most effort is wasted about the children and about the money, about the wealth, where people will spend their time, in their property, in their business, in their work, in their job, and for the family life, there where the time goes. People don't have time for Allah, why? For ibadah, because all the time goes in this matter. And Allah said, you put your effort there, but nothing is going to survive. This all your effort, your family is going to remain here. All your effort about your business and trade and your work and money, not going to survive with you. You're going to leave them behind. And that actually has been understood by the companions of the Prophet so much. And the Prophet and his companions, they followed this advice, you know, for 23 years. 
Then what Allah did? Allah gave them the Roman Empire and the Persian Empire in, in all the treasures that Romans have got for thousands of years and all the things that Persians have got for so many years. The, the companies of the Prophet, they spent only 20, 30 years all the treasures of Persian Empire and Roman Empire was in Medina, in their hand. They did not make effort for that. They did not do any business. Actually, they did not make any effort to make and produce those treasures. They never make effort to earn them. They worshipped their Lord and obeyed Him. He gave them for nothing. Just a small award, real award, reward will be hereafter in this world. This actually has no value. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want to give, actually, you can see some people actually get money more than us without any effort. People who are born in the house of a king, tell me, do they make effort to get money? They live a life better than yours without any effort. Dunya Allah can give even without any effort. Suddenly people can accomplish for any reason, something he can give. But what he, he has made clearly, Akhira he will not give without effort. Akhira will not ever happen without effort properly. Allah SWT made Alban wal Banuna Zinatul Hayati Dunya. Wealth and children, they are adornment of worldly life. Wal Baqiyatu Salihatu. Khairun Ainda Rabbika Thawaban wa Khairun Amala. Al Baqiyat. Those things which remain. The meaning is what? The money and the wealth, they don't remain. Those things which are remaining permanent, salihat and good, they are better to your Lord. In thawab, in the reward, wa khairun amala, and they are the better in the hope. If you want to hope in the future, you want to something, that's what they need. You need to live for them really. People, people are, you know, human beings, they live for the future. They hope something, they want hope better and better. Any hope that can make you to survive, that is the best hope really. You want, why you live for the future? Because then you can do more deed. If I get one more day in my life, I can do five more prayers. I can have one more day fasting. I can give more sadaqah. So your, basically your future becomes more precious. So you live for a future where you have the better hope. But in which people are just earning money, not like that. But that Allah SWT made really. This thing Allah SWT don't give by wish. Akhirah never comes by wish and desire. It's not that you desire to get paradise, you get paradise. Not that you wish paradise, you get paradise. It is not that you know, you don't do things properly, you get paradise. You have to do things properly. And that's why the ulama means, means doing the good deeds properly and nicely. That's why they say, you know, quality is not by incident. Quality of the good work is not by incident. It is really always result of intelligent effort. You think properly, understand properly, and do proper effort. Good quality never comes by accident. Not by accident you become pious. Piety never comes by accident. You know, righteousness never comes by accident. Paradise, you don't get by accident. You get these things when? After making effort, sacrificing, sacrifice, you know, more labor, hard work. Allah SWT made the world like that. Anything, any good result, any result that comes to the believers without proper effort, without the labor, without thinking, without intelligence, you should be suspicious. It never, it is not true. It's impossible, really. It is impossible that you don't make effort, you become pious. So don't worry, nobody can become pious without the effort. Everybody has to go through the same effort. Thinking, understanding, intelligent effort, think properly. How can I save my time? I can become pious. Piety never can come a result of accident. You can become rich by accident. It could be possible that you are walking on a, in, a, in a mountain, suddenly you discover treasure, gold and silver, you become rich. But it never can happen, you can discover you know, paradise by, by chance. No. Paradise is always the result of 
thinking, understanding, believing, and proper effort. In jihad and mujahada, walladina jahadu fina, lanahdiyan nahum suburana. Not desire, not wish. If you want to get the knowledge of Allah SWT, you have to make effort. If you want to get iman, you have to make effort. If you want to have amal saleh, you have to force yourself. If you want to get the prayer, force yourself. It is not that you know, you pray when you desire. Some people do like that. When they feel good, they go for prayer. When they don't feel, it is not piety. Piety is whether you feel or don't feel, do it. Force yourself. Allah SWT wants you to force yourself. Do it. It's not you like or don't like. Allah wants to see your obedience. You obey Him. You do what He commands, whether you like or don't like. It doesn't matter really. Like, you know, Sufi people, they do ibadah with enjoyment. They create a mood. Allah, Allah, Allah's command like that. Allah does not want a mood from you. What wants from you is obey Him. Whether you have good mood or bad mood, doesn't matter really. Whether you are happy, you are not happy. Whether you enjoy, don't enjoy, it doesn't matter. What matters is you do what He commands. When the time for the prayer comes, go for the prayer. It doesn't matter how your mood is. People think if I feel good, then I do. Then you never can be pious. Baqiyatu salihat, they are not really easy. They are very, very difficult. Therefore, the Quran says, I'm hasitum. Do you think that you will enter paradise just saying, La ilaha illallah? No. You have to have sacrifice. You have to have proper effort, the proper labor. That's why if you get anything in this world which comes without effort, don't take it. Don't take things which are not coming from your effort. They are not a result of your effort. You know, don't take it. If somebody said to you, if you drink the leftover of a sheikh, you become a alim. Some people make this story that, you know, I came to a sheikh and he drank the water and he left some water and then I drank it and all the knowledge became in my mind, my body became full of the light. This is a lie. This never happens in this world. If this is true really, then the Prophet would have left all leftover. Then we people until Qiyamah keep drinking leftover and become pious. Simple thing. Then he made leftover in a, so many countries. From every country, drink a little bit, give to Abu Bakr Siddiq. He became pious. Then Umar, then Uthman, then Ali. Then also, he could have thrown his leftover in Zamzam water. Then people keep drinking Zamzam water until Qiyamah, they become pious. Not like that. It never happens. It never, never happens that you drink somebody leftover, you become pious. It never happens that you eat with somebody, you become pious. It never happens that you follow somebody, you become pious. Piety is result of intelligent effort. You think intelligent effort very important. It's not only effort, intelligent effort, proper thinking. If you do things wrongly, it is not, you are not become pious. You do things properly, meaning do or do and then pray. And if you pray first and then do wudu, are you pious? Tell me. Is piety to pray and you say, I have done both things. Allah commanded me to do wudu, I did wudu. And He commanded me to do pray and to pray, but I just changed the order. That's what? It actually makes difference. Then your prayer is not accepted. It always must be. That's what we Muslims do really. Allah SWT makes the word like that. You have Iman, Islam, Ibadat, then society, then all those things. We say, no, we will start from the top. If we get the power, then we will make everybody pious. Tell me it's going to happen. It's wrong order. It never happens. Tell me really, do you get, first you make bricks, then you make a pious, and you make, or you get pious, then you make brick. What happens? First you have to nice brick. If the bricks are not good, they are never can good building. Proper stones. You know, when they made Taj Mahal, what they did? The material was proper. The proper material, then the Taj Mahal came. If all the individual in the society, they are corrupt, so how can we make Islamic society? 
and if the society is corrupt, how can you make Islamic state? Tell me. How is it possible? That was Dawul Haq, you know, uh, Shahid Rahimullah Ta'ala from Pakistan. He used to say that he used to say he was the best king, we have the best president, actually, or ruler in our time, really. Rahimullah Ta'ala, we should make dua for him. An amazing person, many, many qualities, much, much better than many, many rulers of Muslim world. You know, amazing person. He, say, he, he used to say, when I was in the army, I used to think that there is a war between Kufr and Iman. If I got the power, then everybody Iman. And then he got the power. He said, I, when I got the power, then I realized really, it is not the war between Islam and Kufr. It is war between Islam and 70 Islams. The Muslims have so much divide, I don't know what to do. There is war between Islam and 70 Islams. Can't do anything. You know, this is really what happens. So try to understand properly. You know, the, Allah SWT wants you to have intelligent effort. Think properly and do properly. Many times Muslim effort is wasted because we don't think properly. Sometimes people want really to teach this. They want to make them alim. Then they sent to a Darulum. And after seven years, he cannot read Arabic. He cannot speak Arabic language. He cannot understand the Quran properly. And then they think, you see, I did my sacrifice. I spent all money. And then, you know, what I can do? You did effort, but not intelligent. It was not intelligent effort. First thing, actually, you should have asked people what is the best place. The people who go there in that madrasa, what they learn, what happens, what, what a result is. You never consulted anybody, never thought anything, and just you, you did something, you made some effort. Allah does not want that. Allah wants you to make things properly, study properly, intelligent effort. This is very, very important. That's what Al-Baqatul Salihat is. Think properly, intellectual. That's why I've said the Quran actually is two parts are in the Quranic teaching. Intellectual teachings and practical. And intellectual teachings are much more important than practical. That is the foundation. So people must think, then they make effort. It's not that you just make effort. Tell me, if you just make effort, can you beat Taj Mahal? Taj Mahal is a result of thinking. Taj Mahal is not only building. To think, people think. I like a story. There was a story in Sheffield, in this country, long time ago. In Sheffield, there used to be many, many factories. And now, they, I don't think there are many factories. They used to have so many. In India, everywhere, you know, where people used to buy in knife, they used to buy knife which is made in Sheffield. Because the knives and all this from Sheffield used to be very, very good quality. So there's a factory. So once one machine started working, did not work in, in, in factory. Then the manager, he, 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 uh, he phoned or he asked, he called, you know, uh, an engineer to, to, to look at it. The engineer came and he looked properly everywhere. And he realized what the problem is. And then he has a very small hammer and then he hit the hammer somewhere and the machine started working. Fine. And then he came and then he, the manager asked him to send the invoice. He sent the invoice 100 pounds. When the bill came, the manager became very angry. He said, what you did really, just you hit a small hammer on a place and for that you are charging 100 pounds. So then the engineer wrote back to him, no, 99 pounds 99 pence to find the problem and one pence to hit the hammer at the right place. So for the hammer, I only charge one P. 99 pounds and 99 PR are to find the problem, to think properly where the problem is. Then I charge one P to hit the hammer on the right place. He's right. If you keep hitting the hammer on the machine, do you think you can do anything? Just, you know, if a problem happens and you think by hitting the hammer, you can make something, nothing will happen. It is not a hammer, it is just thinking. That actually many, many Muslims really have problems. Sometimes people have four rakah prayer and they become so near to Allah. And sometimes we pray 20 rakah and we come far away from Allah. 
Why? Because they are not think really. Four rakah proper thinking, intellectual aware, praying properly, concentrating, thinking makes an error. Sometimes a problem happens in your life, it makes an error to Allah. Because you make a deal, you say, oh, Allah SWT, this problem happened, I'm not going to complain anybody. You are the one, I'm being patient, and I'm asking you, it makes an error. You pray so much, and a problem happens in your life, and you complain. You become low, you came down, not thinking really, wasted. It is very, very important to understand the baqiyat, your actions only survive when you think properly. That's why people used to say, مَا كَانَ أَبُوْ بَكْرٍ أَكْثَرَ مِنَّا صَلَاةً وَلَا صِيَامًا وَلَكِنَّهُ شَيْءٌ وَقَرَ فِي قَلْبِ Abu Bakr was not more in ibadah. He did not pray more than us. He did not fast more than us. But there was something deep in his heart. That was changed really. So Abu Bakr, when he said, Subhanallah, and we say, Subhanallah, he gets more reward and we get less reward. Tell me why. It's the same thing. Say, Subhanallah, he gets more reward and we get less reward. Thinking. When he used to say, he know what he said. Doing this properly, right order, think properly. What is, for example, you praying and Allah the Messenger calls you. Now, if you are not thinking, you continue your prayer. Your actions are destroyed. But when you think, oh, now Allah the Messenger called me. No, I can pray later on. Listen to him. You get very, very high. Because you think, you understand probably what priority is. Your mom is not feeling well. She needs your help. And you are in the prayer. And she is crying. She does not leave your prayer. You leave your prayer and come to help her, you get more reward. Then you can pray later on. You think, you understand really what Allah wants from me at the moment. That was thinking, always be intelligent. Every single moment to think what Allah wants from me now. If you do that moment, that thing, you become very, very high. But if you don't think properly, just do because some people do. Because in Medina, the Prophet did this. Many people say the Prophet Sunnah is this. And then they put on turban and they go everywhere. They combine this. Prophet loved green color and he loved turban. So now we make green turban. And now we are green party. So think, this was Prophet was green party. Read not like that. Hardly he had a turban. People have no idea. They read Sunnah. The Prophet did not put turban. Turban was very rare in his life. Sometimes when delegation comes, sometimes. And mostly he loved white color. Now people have invented this thing as well. All the time turban. And then you go to this country with the turban and all those things in the supermarket. You create a barrier between you and, your, and the people. How are they going to listen to you? Tell me. They will think these people have come to conquer our culture. They are not going to listen to you. Be with the people, like, like those people. Then they will listen to you. Not thinking there. The Prophet was like other people. You never can make a difference between the Prophet and between Abu Jahl in, in, in the clothes, in appearance. Abu, Abu Jahl and the Prophet same clothes, same culture. It's not that they are different. It's not that the Prophet has got any special growth for you know, being prophet. No. It's the same growth, same Arab people. Actually, some time people used to come and they don't know who is Abu Bakr and who is the Prophet. Sometimes Arab Badun used to say and come and say, Ayyukum Muhammad. Who is Muhammad? Same people. Think properly that I'm trying to say that this is actually what the many, many times Muslim, Muslims make effort. Still, really, the sacrifice that Muslim Ummah has done in the last hundred years, if you take all that sacrifice, they are much more than Muslims have done sacrifice in 1300 years. Sacrifice of the life that Muslims have done in this 100 years, in the number they are much more than Muslims ever did in 1300 years. How many people have been killed in the time of the Prophet Very few. Very few life has gone. The life of the Muslims are sacrificing in, in, in the world now, they are much, much more in number than even before. But not intelligently. There's no intelligent thinking there. 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like that. He does not, he does not want you just kill yourself. He wants to kill you, he wants to sacrifice your life for a purpose, right order, rightly properly, then you can be useful, beneficial. He does not want you just, you know, take your money and throw in the in the sea. No. When you give your money in the path of Allah, give properly, give the people who deserve, you get more reward. Certainly, if somebody is more needy, you give money, you get more reward. This is very important. That's what Baqiyat becomes. It always comes thinking. The simple thing is, good deeds are a result of intelligent effort. Effort. Not only effort. Intelligent. Thinking. Proper understanding. What I need to do. If you have to study, think properly what should be my priority. If you have to good deeds, think about your priority. Sometime really, helping a widow will have more reward than your nafl prayer. Than your nafl hajj. People go for the hajj, nafl hajj. So many times people going. Actually, if somebody only gets 10 pounds sometime to a poor person, will get more reward than your nafl hajj. I'll tell you a story. Very, it is really a story. It moves me very much, very often. The story is of a dear person. He went for hajj. And he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh Allah, tell me who is the person whose hajj has been accepted this year. And somehow he got inspiration or maybe dream or something like that. Allah told him, this year the Hajj has been expected of somebody in Egypt. And he, he is Ali, the shoemaker. His name is Ali and he makes shoes. So he said, okay, I'm going to see him. And he traveled to Egypt. He went to Egypt and looking for everybody, everybody whose name is Ali or whose shoemaker until he got the person who is Ali, the shoemaker. And he said to Ali, the shoemaker, that I'm from India. I came to Hajjad. I did Hajj. And now I'm coming to you because I got inspired that you are the one who the Hajj has been accepted this year. Ali, the shoemaker said, but I never did Hajj. I never went for Hajj. So this person said, there must be a story. He said, the story is that uh, I, I actually collected money for a long time for to go Hajj. And this year I got enough money to go for Hajj. That's intention. And my wife was pregnant. She went to the house of my neighbor and they were cooking meat. Nice meat, you know, they means meat and nice smell coming. And, you know, when the women are pregnant, they, they desire to consume stronger. So, but the, my neighbor did not offer the food to her. Though she had, you know, desire for the food, they did not offer. And when they used to come to our house, we used to offer them everything. Then she asked them, even she asked them to give the food, they did not give. So nice. And she came and to complain to me that, you know, my neighbors, we always look after them. And I went to their house, they are cooking nice meat. And I asked, I, I, I did not offer me. Even I asked them, they did not give. So, you know, how my neighbor are. So Ali said that, you know, I became very upset that, you know, but really, you know, they are my neighbor, how they do. I went to my neighbor and I said to him that my wife came and you were cooking nice meat, you did not offer. And then she asked, you did not give her. They said the story is that for many, many days, we did not have any food. We were about to die out of hunger. Nothing was there. Then I found a dead sheep. Sheep was dead. And people have thrown them. So I, for me, for our family, dead animal became halal. So I got the dead sheep and brought it and cooked it. We were eating. That dead sheep was halal for our family, but not for your family. That's why I did not give it to you. Ali said, actually, I realized that in my neighbor, somebody dying out of hunger and eating dead animal, and I've got money for Hajj. I got all my money and get to this person. Think really. This is very hard thing, sir. Sometimes helping the widows, orphans, weak people, people who need your help, has much more reward. And you, it makes you much nearer. But people follow the culture. They think if you do three, four Hajj, big name. And giving the widow no name, the people follow the culture. We don't worship Allah. We worship someone else. That's why there is 14 Persian language. But 
تا معلوم گردد برفگر پردہ تا برفگر پردہ تا معلوم گردد کہ یاراں دیگرے را میل پرستند لفٹ یور ویل یو ول نو دیٹ یور لورس ڈیڈ ناٹ ورشپ یو دے ورشپ سم ون ارس دیڈ ناٹ ورشپ یو پیپل ڈونٹ ورشپ اللہ ریئلی پیپل ورشپ سم تھنگ ارس دے ورشپ دیر اون پوزیشن دیر اون کلچر سم تھنگ ارس دیٹ ایم ٹرائی ٹو سی ریئلی آل ویز میک ڈیل ود دا ڈو تھس وچ ہی وانٹس اینڈ دین یو کین سی ریئلی دیٹ واٹ از تو گڈ عبادہ گڈ ڈیڈس آر ریزلٹ آف انٹیلیجنٹ ایفرٹ دیٹ ایفرٹ وچ تھنک آر کمنگ آفٹر تھنکنگ تو اللہ سے ول باقیات الصالحات خیر عند ربک ثوابا وخیر عملا دیٹ واٹ یو نیڈ ٹو ہوپ و یوم نسجر الجبال و تر الارض بارزتا اللہ سے دس ون ڈسٹارٹ آئی ڈونٹ کیئر اباؤٹ دس یو نو دیٹ اللہ سبحانہ تعالی سید نے حدیث پارٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اف دنیا ہیز بین ایون ورت اف ونگ اف ماسکیٹو لو کان سی دنیا تعذر جناح بعودت اف دنیا ہیز بین دس ورلڈ ہیز بین equal to wing of a mosquito you know mosquito is small and the wing is even smaller if the whole world has been even equal to wing of a mosquito allah would have not given even one glass of water to any unbeliever this world is not even worth to a wing of a mosquito and then we spend all our life for this to allah said see what will happen the day when we will make the mountains to move to walk mountains will fly قرآن کی حمد دس میں وسیعت الجبال ماؤنٹنس ول ووک جس امیجن ریئلی اف یو سی ماؤنٹین ووکنگ واٹ ول ہیپن اف پیپل سی ماؤنٹین ووک موونگ واٹ ہیپن اینڈ واٹ اف یو سی دا ماؤنٹین فلائنگ لائک کاٹن فلائنگ ان دا ایئر واٹ ول ہیپن دیٹ دیٹ ریئلٹی ول گو ٹو کم دیٹ ریئلٹی اللہ نوز نو بڑی نوز اٹ ول گو ٹو کم وائی اوم نو سجر الجبال دا ڈے ول میک دا ماؤنٹینس ٹو فلائی دا فلائی لائک لائک کاٹن لائک وطر الارض بارزتن اینڈ لینڈ ارتھ ول بیکم نیکڈ اپیئر نتھنگ نو گرین نو ٹری دیئر نو ماؤنٹین دیئر نتھنگ دیئر نو پلانٹ دیئر نو ہاؤسز دیئر بارزتن دا ارتھ ول اپیئر میننگ نتھنگ کورنگ دا ارتھ ایوری دیٹ کورنگ دا ارتھ از گان ارتھ بیکم نیکڈ بارزتن وہ حشر نا ہوں اینڈ دین وی ریز دیم ٹوگیدر آل دا پیپل اینڈ بیلیورس بیلیورس وی ریز دیم اینڈ پٹ دیم ٹوگیدر آل دا پیپل ان دا سیم پلیس فلم نغادر منہم احدا اینڈ دین وی ول ناٹ نیپ اینی بڑی ویل نیور مس اینی بڑی نو بڑی فرعون حامان قارون اسمولیس پرسن ویل نیور مس اینی بڑی آل دا پیپل وی آن دا سیم سرفیس ایوری بڑی آن دا سیم لائن وعرضو علی رب کا صفہ اینڈ دین ایوری بڑی ویل بی ڈسپلیٹ people will be rose after the rose in front of your Lord. لَقَدْ جِئْتُمُونَا كَمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ أَوَّلَا مَرَّةً You came to us alone as we created you first time. Alone. Nothing really. Everybody individual coming to us. أَوَّلَا مَرَّةً بَلْ زَعَمْتُمْ أَلَّنْ نَجْعَلَكُمْ مَعِيدًا It is not only that. You were thinking there will be no ma'id, no day, no day of meeting, no appointment, no meeting. You think there is no promise. You think like that. This happened now. وَوَضِعَ الْكِتَابُ And the book of the deed will be put in front of everybody. People can see that. They can, can stand the pain and whatever you did, everything there. Nothing is missing. فَتَرَ لَمُجْرَمِينَ مُشْفِقِينَ مِمَّا فِي You will see the criminals scared from the book. From the content of the book. They have no courage to open the pages. Sometimes, they, you know, the bad students, they don't like the result to come. And when they get result, you know, in India, and, and now the result come different. In India, the result used to come in the post. So when they get by post, they never dare to open it. 
because they know when they open it, what is there is failure. They don't have courage to open it. They even don't want to see really what the result is. Allah said, You will see the criminals, they are scared of what is in the book. يا ويلتنا ما لهذا الكتاب لا يغادر صغيرة ولا كبيرة إلا أحصاها. They would say, you know, يا ويلتنا, you know, what happened to it? You know, destruction was, you know, we are gone. What happened to this book? It does not leave any small or any big thing. No minor deed, no big thing it is there. Tell me what, what happens? Why they mention minor before the before the major? It does not leave any minor. Any major. You know, that's why one of the great uh, pious persons in Islam, Aun Abdullah said, Bajjawallahi al-Qawm minas sigar qabl al-kibar. People became annoyed and worried you know, when they saw the minor sins before the big. Even the minor made them worried. Because even minors will be a problem. They see the minor sins, they, they mention minor before the major. This book does not leave any minor thing and no major thing but mentions. You can forget your life. But book never forgets. This book records every single thing really. Even the cameras that people put now, they can fail. They can deceive. They can have problem. You know, there can be some, some problem with the camera. But these books, they never have problem. Nothing is missing. Really. Every single thing that you hide from the people, it is there. Everything that you hide from your parents, from your teachers, from your friends, everything there. Everything that you hide from a state, from the power, everything La Yogad does not leave any small, any minor, big, illa asa. But it has encompassed it. It has counted everything proper, great detail in detail. Nothing is missing. Everything proper detail. And they will find whatever they have done present there. You spend your time in the farming, you know, fruits will not be there. You spend your time in the in the animals, horses, and all those things, they will not be there. You spend your time in factories, they will not be there. Nothing. Whatever you spend time here in this world, they will be destroyed. What will come there is the deeds, your action, that will become. Whatever they have done, it is present. What they did in this world, finish. Anything connected to money, business, trade, fruits, farming, whatever they did, it is finished. What coming there is what they did, their action, good or bad. Whatever they have done, they would find present. And your Lord never wrongs anybody. You know, whatever he will do full justice. He will never wrong anybody. He's not going to you know, punish people more than they deserve. There's no wrongdoing there. Really, you know, no doubt really. From that, this surah is really very, very important. This surah really opens the eye, removes all the curtain. You know, people who are teaching you know, even this world matters. Many people many people said to me that, you know, you know, people, Muslims should make effort in this world and hereafter both. This is true, but make effort about this world as much as you need, as much as you deserve. Compare between both of them, hereafter forever, and this is temporary. Here you're going to live for 60, 70 years, and there you're going to live how many years? Millions of years, never ending. So, okay, effort in violence. You make effort for this one, either much you live here, and for that one, either much you live there, that's what it should be. Allah SWT never wrongs anybody. Anyway, we start with here, inshallah. If you have any questions, please ask. Uh, so, quick uh, Arabic question. The question is um, in the Quran, why isn't Allahu muqtadiran ala kulli shay? Why does the preposition phrase come between the mubtada and the khabar? Uh, for a fashion, whenever Quran changes the order, 
تو پیسے تکلیف ایوری سنگل تھنگ وقان اللہ علیہ کل شعیم مقتدر اللہ آن ایوری سنگل تھنگ پاور تو ہیئر فیسے آر ایوری سنگل تھنگ تو 
So similarly, the, the ability of learning a language in the, it, it is balanced, it takes time. But sometimes Allah subhanahu wa can make it faster and sometimes it can make it slow down. So sometimes it could happen in certain condition when people guard the words, it speaks very quickly and they learn very quickly and they now speak and you think it is jinn. Not a jinn. It is just basically condition of the mind. This has happened. And there are more than one explanation. I don't, I don't know all explanations, but I'm trying to say best way is go to the specialist. Doctors, those who, is, who are specialized, they will explain to you what this is. Sometimes they will say that we don't know, but they will also tell you it's not jinn. You know, there are other explanations we don't know. We have to make more research. But this is explanation in very, very Muslim world that if you cannot explain, it must be jinn. It has no proof anywhere. It is ignorance. Um, I had two questions. One is uh, the story of the two men. Is it a true story? Because some people say it's a metaphor used. No, it could happen. This actually happened everywhere anyway. It could be a real story to really happen to what it doesn't need to be a metaphor. If this story everywhere happened. It could be a story. It doesn't make any difference, you know, whether real or not. But, you know, this story happened every day. And uh, yesterday when you were saying that the surah was revealed before the Prophet did made hijrah to Medina, mm -hmm. uh, how can we relate the stories uh, that are mentioned after this to this to this part of to this uh, reason of revelation? No, because I mentioned that you know this uh, this surah is about the time when hijrah is nearer, and the story is to, uh, the surah is telling the Prophet that you should focus on what we say. Be patient. Do sabr. Your success will come. Don't lose the patient. Your, your way is amal saleh, salah and sabr. Do these two together. And why salah and sabr? Because you don't have proper knowledge. You have to wait for, for me. So the whole story, every single thing, this surah is connected to salah and sabr. And sabr, sabr comes easy when people know that we don't know, Allah knows. That's what makes up That's what I see the story of Khadir Ali, Musa Khadir. The Musa Islam asked Khadir, to, you know, I cannot travel with you. He said, You cannot have patience. The reason is because Musa does not know those things. He cannot have patience. So when knowledge comes, then patience becomes easier. So, and then um, the, in the stories, like this, the story of the two men, Allah describes the diseases of the hearts that are the most destructive? or No, no, in that story, there are many, many lessons. But one important thing here really is to teach people that the events that are happening in the world, you don't control them. Allah controls them. So this person has got his garden, so he thinks his garden is never going to finish and all the thing, proper garden, he has made all the remnants. Allah wants to tell him, no, it's not from you. Allah controls the event. He can destroy it. Your knowledge about the gardening is little and Allah's knowledge is more than that. Your control of the garden is little and Allah's control is much more than, more than you. So this story basically tells that you know, inability of people's, people's knowledge and are deficient in people's knowledge and, uh, and people's, people's power. You don't have enough power. Knowledge and power, uh, uh, you know, absolute power and absolute knowledge only is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh, when he says, these, these two um, phrases, they seem ziyada, they seem unnecessary. Like, this is, I think this is hal, but why? Why that doesn't seem like it needs to be there? You know, when both are talking and they're talking so many things, while talking, this also comes. You know, when two friends meet each other, so they talk so many things in the world. But Allah is not going to tell you all the way they have been talking. But what is relevant here, Allah said, so they were talking to each other, they're friendly, they're friends, they're talking, moving. And also it tells you that how he enjoys their life. You know, he wants to make longer talking and conversation. You know, rich people, 
when they have an easy life, that's what they want. Gossip and this and that. So they still you, he's gossiping with them, talk, talking with them. Him. Like, why is it repeated? Because it's all the part of the same context, it's repeated twice. What, what you have it once say, he said one is that person saying it, to when right. talking, while talking, this also happened. Right. Now look honestly, we just want to say that uh, these two people, they are long walk. Okay. Just setting the scene. So many things, and also within right. that, this also happened. Okay. Yes, and another thing is this, um, uh, I, I wanted to ask, um, this wajhahu is, I don't know, is, is this like majaz, mursal, juz'i? Why, why, you know, why, why does it term it like that? Why not, you know, yuriduna, you know, jannatahu or rabbahu or yudahahu or something? Why, why, why is this word mentioned? You know, the thing really is in this world, you know, when people love something, they want, you know, see its face, that's what they want. So basically, the beauty really lies in the face of anything. Mm. So you do something, for, you know, for anything, for example, if somebody loves somebody, so he wants their face, to see the face, to meaning it, so they're coming from there. So they want Allah's face, meaning, but no doubt, Allah, they don't want to see Allah's face nearly, mm. meaning it, to please Him. So that, that meaning can come, yeah. It, that makes sense to me, but we've discussed how, you know, uh, how um, your know, majaz is built upon tashbih and tashbih is built up, you know, mushabbah, mushabbah bihi. Oh, so then if waj is meant to mean, you know, rida, then then I don't understand how, you know, what does it mean? You know, the problem, the thing really is that, uh, uh, you know, when the words are used in the language, uh, you know, they have much more bigger meaning than the first use, when the people use. And that because the word has flexibility to have much more better meaning. That's why people have to use them much, much wider. So when people say, you know, somebody's face, so they mean face and they are sorry mean more than that. When people say, like, for example, ras, head. So when you say head, you mean not only mean head, you really mean head and something what is similar to the head. You can see. So there are sometimes people use ras, for example, ras, head of the mountain. Mountains are not head. But Ras actually has this sense in your mind that something on the top. It is not Majal. People think the first use Ras was head, that's Haqiqa real, and the other use Ras of Jabal, head of the mountains is Majal. It's not Majal. Meaning is Ras itself has flexibility of both uses. And every time it uses, you decide what you people mean. So Rasul Jabal is different from Rasul Mar, Rasul Rajul. So similarly, Wajhullah is different from Wajhul Mar. So when, you say, when people say Waj, for after the Wajul Bait, after the you say Baitullah, Allah's house, and then I say Baiti, my house, and then I say Baitul Al Kabut, house of the spider. To, to, is the same thing in every country when Azafa comes, meaning can change. Uh, the word, the words really never use alone, the words are always used in combination, meanings always come properly in the combination. It is not in one use it Haqiqa, in other use become Majal. No, in this use, this is the meaning. In second use, this is the meaning. And everybody knows, nobody's mind goes to other use. They know in this use, this is the meaning. Everybody knows. All Haqiqa. So, you're saying we know what the meaning is, we just don't need to overthink here. No, when people say, you everybody knows what it means, no doubt. That's how the human language is. When people say, you somebody else says, that's what people know. Not in the face, I'm not Majal. Every meaning is Haqiqa, there's no Majal here. Uh, Sheikh, there are um, quite a few books written or explanations of Surah Kahf written. One is your Sheikh, Sheikh Abdul Hassan Ali Nadwi. There's a modern, uh, very modern uh, uh, book 
which has come out. It's titled Surah Al-Kahf and the Modern Age. And the explanation of that book is an analytical study of the Surah Al-Kahf of the Quran that seeks to explain the reality of a mysterious European Jewish Christian alliance that is waging unjust war on Islam and oppressing Muslims while pursuing a sinister global agenda on behalf of the Euro-Jewish state of Israel. And this is written by somebody called Imran and Hussein. So, uh, uh, you know, simple really, I don't believe in the conspiracy and all. I don't believe that we are declined because of our enemy. We are declined because of our, ourselves really. Simple, I believe that we have to do something. Don't blame others. Blame yourself. Our my thinking that was surah really. You have to have amal saleh. Muslims need to have amal saleh and sabr. Allah will raise them. You know, it, it is not our enemy the efficiency that we are declining. It is our inefficiency that actually makes problem. We are inefficient. Simple as we have to do something. You know, these are things that I know I don't like when you put blame others and then you relax. You know, we are fine anyway. It is only other people who create a problem for us. This is not right. Allah SWT is punishing us because we are problem. Okay, Sheikh. Um, you know, I know that this theories in the world are going on so much really, you know, all the time really. That, you know, about the Jal and Tikarist and France the world and the Jew and the conspiracy theory of about, you know, uh, all the world. People don't take the facts as they are really. They just want to find some complication there, some somewhere, something. Also, Sheikh, uh, there are quite a few articles um, uh, written about uh, Surat Al-Kahf and there are some courses also based on the same articles and they say that there are four secrets this can be true if, if, if you can please explain they say there are four secrets uh, uh, in Surah Al-Kahf and that's why the Prophet asked Muslims to recite Surah Al-Kahf and the four secrets are the uh, the trial of faith which is explained by the people of the cave and the or fitna of uh, faith. And the second one is the fitna of wealth, which is uh, shown by the owner of two gardens. And the third one is the trial of knowledge, which is given by the story of Musa and Khidr. And the fourth one is the trial of power, fitna of power, which is shown in the story of Dhulkarnain. So can you explain? You know, first two things are fine. There's no fine, the Iman one and, and wealth one, that's can understand. But knowledge is not a fitna. The story of Musa does not anywhere tell that there is fitna in their knowledge. And also, Dhulukarna's story does not say there is fitna in the, in the power. Though fitna is in the power, but in that story there is no fitna. Nothing is there. So I don't know how they can't. The thing really is very clear from very beginning the Surah Amal Saleh. The Surah has come to emphasize that the Prophet and his followers at that moment they need Amal Saleh and Sabr. The whole Surah is only emphasizing on the Amal Saleh and Sabr. And Amal Saleh and Sabr only can happen when people know that their knowledge is limited and Allah's knowledge is more than that. So when you know this, then you do what He commands and whatever and what you want, for that you do be, be patient, have, have Sabr. Because you don't know. So Amal Saleh and Sabr, they need to understand where the knowledge comes from and who controls the world. That's how, that how I think, that's how I read, that this is how the, all the stories are connected. So anyway, there can be more than one angle. But I don't think knowledge is fitna in that story. There's no fitna in that knowledge. Okay. Yeah, and and, and, and anyway, I, I think you'll come, uh, you'll do this tomorrow, no, not, uh, not tomorrow, story, next time. That I always have same stories, people can look from different angles, mm. can take more and more lessons. So no doubt people can think. But my my way here is to more connect to the Prophet My thinking is the Quran should be understood 
as it was applied by the Prophet Then we take lesson from him. So what Quran teaching the Prophet in his life, that what the main thing. Then we learn from, from that for us. But if you think Quran not relevant to the Prophet only relevant to the Jal time, that's a totally different thing. Then you take all the stories to uh, apply them to all these fitna and problems world. For us, for me really, first thing is Surah Kahf is relevant to the Prophet Surah Kahf is revealed to him. So he takes a lesson. And then we have to learn what he understood and then we apply to our time. But this explanation, what they make actually is that it was not relevant to him, it was relevant more for future. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.